No, screwing is a really funny term for like screwing in order to woo someone. I'm screwing you. We're gonna screw. You know what? I'm gonna put that on my dating app. I would like to be screwed. Screwed. That means you screw me woo, so well it woo, woos me. Woo me by how good that D is. That's what romance novels are. That's what I'm saying. You need to be screwed. I know. <laughs> you need to be screwed. <laughs> Uh, that's so aggressive and yet so cute. It's wooing. <laughs> it's wooing. <cool. laughs> it's cool. Welcome to Fine Pairings, a podcast about uh, a podcast about fan fiction. My name is Grace. I'm Claire, and I hope you're doing well in this the new year. Claire, what are we doing today? So the <laughs> the request you gave me was um, Elliot Page, or to understand why Inception is gay. Because I'd seen some like memes about the internet that when Elliot Page uh, came out, uh, everyone was like, "Wow, Inception is, is even gayer." It continues to get gay with age. Yeah, why well, was, was I didn't know why it was gay, in the and first I place. didn't either because it came out in two thousand ten. And I've not thought about it that much. Since. And I will say, and so here's. It's like a meme. Like we talk about no. Inception as like a, a thing within a thing. Yes, yes, and that's pretty yeah. much the whole crux of like. The joke. It's a turducken, but like... But of any... Whatever you want it to be. It's an inception of anything. (laughs) And, yes. And so, I went on the internet to Mm -hmm. be like, first I did Google, why is Inception gay? And that (laughs) is not an answer. <laughs> that didn't come up with like a cohesive article I, no. by BuzzFeed. I was really hoping for BuzzFeed or like Reddit to be like, Claire, this is why Inception is, is gay, according to the internet. Um, one of the, So number one, an archive of our own has mm-hmm. already linked Elliot Page to all tags of Ellen Page. Solid. <laughs> There's like maybe a hundred fix total of Elliot Page. And then, so mm. then I went into the Inception tag. Excellent. And there are two Inception tags. An attack and t- no. <laughs> a tag within a tag. A tag within a tag. No. There are so there's two inception tags. We have to go deeper. We have to go deeper. So there's Inception 2010 tag, okay. which is the movie tag, which is the fic I brought you today. Is there just like Inception the concept? Like no. incepting a baby or something? No, like, no. no. <laughs> that would be nuts. But the other Inception tag is Inception RPF. So the people from Wait. Those aren't real people though. No. <laughs> um, so the prominent ship. Yeah. This took me like <laughs> I had not, to go. Is it not Maul and no, Leonardo DiCaprio? No, no. The number one, and I think this is why they're like Inception is gay. <laughs> um, the top tag in Inception is between Arthur and Eames, which is Jordan uh, Joseph Gordon Levitt and Tom Hardy's character. And so the RPF Inception is the two of them. As a Tom Hardy and George. Yes. What? Yes. <laughs> like on not the, a like on the set of Inception. Like why is like it Inception real not- life or coffee shop AU's? They're the only ones who basically interact with feelings. Everyone else uh, is like no. It doesn't. Uh, what's Leonardo DiCaprio's name? Dom. Dom. Dom Cobb. <laughs> The first initials of each of their names spells out dream. And then, but then when they add the other, when they add like Elliot Page and like the two other people, then it turns into dream pay. So there's Dom, there's Robert, there's Eames, there's, oh, fuck. There what? are regular people names that start Arthur, with these Arthur, Arthur, Maul, and then Pete, Peter, uh, Adirondack. 
air. How did Ariane? Ariane, I know it's something. It's yeah. just I don't know what it actually is. I googled her name. She'd be like, "How do I pronounce this?" She's like a she's, Greek god. Yeah. She's the Greek god of myths and mazes and labyrinths. Okay, yeah. So that's the thing. Is like if you <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Is like you're gonna be like, "That's a weird ass name. Why did you pick that name?" It's like, oh, because she does mazes. Wow. Creative. It's literally a brick to the face. It's like. <laughs> Like, if you call her Addie, and you'd be like, wow, Addie, that's... Aria, just call her Aria. Yeah, and then you'd be like, wow, what's, is that, like, it says your full name is, what is this? Oh, it's Adriani, but I I only go by Addie, because obviously that's a mouthful. Like, that would be kind of funny. That would be funny, but no, we have to just get a brick in the face every time. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. So, how do I pronounce this, this sucker? (laughs) I think it's Ariadne? They said it once in the movie, and I was like, oh. Yeah, they only say it once. Ariadne. 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 Anyway, the anyway, point is, anyway, um, if you do not remember the plot of Inception, like <laughs> I don't. Let me try. Wait, let me try and Tell say oh, yeah, what yeah, I yeah, think yeah. it is. Okay, so there's a guy. I think he owns something. <laughs> he's, like, he's like the he's like the head guy of a business, or he's gonna inherit it from his father. Sure. Um, and. Another group has hired this, like, group of dream dream inceptors to incept his brain to make him tell, like, make him think his dad is proud of him, basically. <laughs> oh my god, you're already doing so much better than I did. Because I opened Inception and was like, I don't remember, they're trying to get into a safe in somebody's brain? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, because his, like, he has hidden the daddy problems, and so he's trying yeah, to make, yeah. he's trying, uh, his dad died. Yes. That's what it was. Yes. So they're yes. trying to make him think that his dad is proud of him, and so he'll, like, do whatever they yep. want yep. Yep. to make yep. him do yep. with the company. Yep. And so they have to have a bunch of people for reasons. Yep. And Dom, he, like, got, like, lost in a dream one time or something yep. with his wife. <laughs> Explain it out loud. It's like so. Dom and Maul, husband and wife, dream hunters. <laughs> Maul dumb, as in the kingdom of bad. No. <laughs> so what? Went into somebody's dream and then came out, and for some reason, Maul was—I don't remember why. For some reason, Maul wasn't convinced that she was no longer in a dream. I think it's because her totem got fucked with or whatever. Yes, but that's the thing that could have happened. So she thinks she's still in a dream when they get back to the real world. Yeah. So she dies, and then Cobb feels bad the whole time. So he yes. like is having conflicts while they're in a dream because he always. Like, his subconscious or whatever always produces Maul in, like, these dreams. Yes. Like, none of this makes any fucking sense. No. It, that part didn't make sense to me, because I'm like, technically we're in another person's dream. Why is so, your dream contaminated? So, everybody can make things in this dream, but we still need an architect, and we still need it to make, like, logical real-world sense. Yes. For a reason. Yes. Which, all of this is funny. That's the plot of Inception. <laughs> Except then at the end, there's a token, token? Totem. 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 Yeah. yeah. At the end, there's a totem, and you're like, are they in the real world, or are they not? And it's like, what? Well, I don't care. Does it matter? <laughs> does it matter? It does not. Yes. So the part that you missed yeah. is that, so yes, they are trying to convince Robert mm-hmm. that his dad is proud of him in order to convince him to break up the company empire because mm-hmm. his dad is so proud of him and wants him to build his own company and so this will help gotcha. um what is his name it's um, breaking up a monopoly or something yes they're, they're breaking it up they're breaking up the empire so that the other guy who has deci- a chance uh, so the <laughs> other guy can can become the monopoly yeah. and and he's paying uh dom and then he like <laughs> Uh, he also is a tourist in the dream. He's like, I want to come along. And they're like, you probably shouldn't. It's dangerous. And then he immediately gets shot. I need a drink. Yeah, right. 
So, um, the fic is called Little Help From My Friends. The author is Smile Backwards. Uh, they gave blanket permission to do it, to, <laughs> to read all of this. The pairing is Arthur and Eames. I picked a simple fanfic and a simple drink because, again, I was like, the inception, inception is, is stupid. So, so what I've brought you today yeah. is a pineapple screwdriver because it's a pining fic. <laughs> The emphasis is so weird. A pineapple <laughs> screwdriver. <laughs> and then I decided <laughs> to throw... And I, I, yeah, they don't float on top because it's Inception. It goes all the way to the bottom. The chair is within a... The fruit within yes. a fruit. <laughs> the, yeah, the choices for Inception drinks was... There's also an Inception drink, which is a shot within a shot. Ugh. And I was like, not doing that. <laughs> How would the, you drink that? It's that I think you remove this... Uh, or here. They're also not inside each other. They're no, almost and I think what's happened is that... <laughs> You remove the one empty shot glass and they all fall into each other. I don't really understand. No, this is delicious though. No, and so I was, yeah, so I was like, so it's a pineapple screwdriver. Um, Also, he washes up on the beach. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Tropical. Um, Yeah, and so I just, so yeah, I just thought simple drink for a complex, for a complex fandom with a simple fanfic. Um, So, summary. It was really kind of sad watching him pine after you all the time while you just went about business as usual. That so we're just gonna t- just okay. gonna do some pining stuff, <laughs> and um, I think it will also remind me one more time which one is Joseph Gordon-Levitt, which one's Tom Hardy. Arthur is uh, Joseph. Okay. Eames is Tom Hardy. Okay. A little help from my friends, darling. Eames says, "Would you be so kind as to pass me the tape deck?" Arthur hands it to him automatically. Then he gives himself a mental slap for responding to the term as if it were his name. <laughs> Ariana Grande. <laughs> Ariande. Ariande is sitting right next to Eames as well. He could just have just as easily have been speaking to her, except Arthur knows he wasn't. Thank you, dearest, Eames says, smirking. Arthur turns away, not noticing how fast the smirk slips off Eames' face. He and Eames plug into the passive and drip to sleep. I also didn't remember that the stupid medication was called. Passive. Oh, yeah, they have, like, a big machine that they hook up yeah, to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They end up in a gay bar called the Rose Garden. The name and decor make <laughs> Arthur. Does that set your queer... Yes. <laughs> you know what a rosebud no. is, Claire? Yes, I do. Oh, that's, oh! That's, I'm pretty sure that's what that is. Okay, okay. <laughs> okay. The name and decor make Arthur reflect on the fact that... Uh, Arachnid. Arachnid. <laughs> Man, one of these times. Has probably never actually been to a gay bar. Either way, it's bad news for the for the Mark's wife. They're after... Oh, some, they're doing yeah, another adventure. Doing another dream thing. Yeah, this would be so much better as like a simple TV series where they just go in and accept <sighs> people like private investigators, but yes! like with dreams. Right. Be like, is my husband cheating on me? I don't know. Let's go into his dreams. Right. And let's not go five layers deep. <laughs> yeah, I'll go in and seduce him. And if he's like, wow, in my dream, I was really gay. I'm going to tell you. Also, dreams are weird. In real life. Also, dreams are weird. And I... So many things have happened to me in dreams that I wouldn't do in real life. Yeah. And I... If someone it's ever judge me on my dreams, they'll be like, wow, you're like pregnant a lot. And I'll be like, that's... I don't know. Her husband is currently making out with a beach blonde projection in a suit Arthur rather admires. Yeah. The projections are staring at me, Arthur tells Eames. I think we should go. Arthur, darling, Eames replies, sipping a fruity pink drink. They're staring at you because you're gorgeous, not because they're going to attack you. Arthur thinks about grabbing Eames' drink and taking a sip to check exactly how high the alcohol content is. Also, I kept, in a dream. Also, I kept thinking Inception was going to be like <clears throat> The Matrix, where in The Matrix, like, food doesn't taste as good because you, like, know it's not real. Mm. And so, like... You could be the opposite, though, too. Wait, pause. 
it just connected to me that Inception is like the Matrix. The Matrix. Yes. But the opposite. Yes. What? <laughs> That's why men like it. Did you know your favorite movie is the inverse of and a your different other favorite movie? Oh. That would be like So which one do you like? That'd be like if my other favorite movie besides Pride and Prejudice was like everyone gets divorced. <laughs> That doesn't make any sense. So which one do you, do you like it when we go into reality or are we out of reality? You gotta pick one. <laughs> do you think reality is the good one or the bad one? <sighs> the Matrix is like, reality sucks. Let's go into the dreams. And That's Inception you is like... <laughs> you be me. <laughs> you know, I'm starting to understand why I'm a spinster. Is that if I tried to poke holes in a man's favorite like movie like that... He they're gonna would, get mad at you. They're gonna be like, hey... I never said your dreams were stupid. I'm like, that's because my dreams are not stupid. Are not stupid. <laughs> and, and I already acknowledged that my favorite movie is dumb. Yeah, it's just... It's an animated movie from 1995. Right. Your movie is also dumb. <laughs> Let's just acknowledge this. My other favorite movie is The Lion King, and it's only 70 minutes long. That's like <laughs> such a short time commitment. I if, could roast my own movie if I wanted to. Yeah. His hand twitches towards the glass because he's going to taste yeah. the alcohol. <clears throat> Eames rolls his eyes like he knows what Arthur is thinking. He downs the rest of his drink in two spells and says... If it makes you feel better, we can go outside. There is actually a rose garden outside the bar. Trellis is climbing the brick walls of the structure. Eames plucks a blood-red rose and offers it to Arthur. For you, love, he says, eyes crinkled in a smile that looks somehow... It's very heavy flirting. Right. The, I would argue this is not pining. No, this is just flirting. <laughs> this is just... Wait, who's pining after who? Um, I think Arthur does pine after Eames. It's unclear if he is a... I feel like you could probably get with him pretty quick in a dream, especially in a gay bar. So. Right. Arthur considers refusing, but the bloom is lovely, and Eames is twisting the thorns off the stem in an oddly tender gesture. Thank you, Arthur says instead, dignified, and breaks the stem in half so he can tuck the rosebud into the buttonhole of his suit. Eames' pleased smile turns into the kick, and they wake up in the warehouse. What? Turns into- it just pushes him off a bar stool. <laughs> smile! <laughs> Boom! <laughs> it was so shocking you woke up. Yeah. <laughs> Arthur stretches and straightens his suit, fingers lingering on the buttonhole, which no longer holds a rose. Eames excuses himself, and Arthur goes to share their findings with Dom. When Eames returns, he's holding a blood... Wait. They're inside that... Do the Mark's mind. That means he's also there. Yeah, the Mark is sleeping somewhere nearby. Good. Unless they've advanced in technology and can do it from another room. Wi-Fi. That was not... Wireless. Wireless. Bluetooth dreams. Bluetooth dreams. (laughs) That name called it. (laughs) When Eames returns, he's holding a blood... Wait. What? What? He left, right? Okay. Okay, so he, when Eames excuses himself and Arthur goes to share their findings with Dom, <laughs> when Eames returns, he's holding a blood-red rose, the thorns already removed, and he offers it to Arthur with a plum. Since we couldn't bring the first one back with you. Ah. Oh, cute. Arthur's lips curl upward into a conscious, without his conscious control. Which, yeah, I'm not gonna try and think about that. <laughs> he snaps a stem and fits the rose into his buttonhole. Wink. I think we should all go out for a nice dinner somewhere to celebrate a job well done. Art, Arianda, Arianda, Arianda. <laughs> Elliot Page says, <laughs> I'll call Saito and see if he can come as well. That's the Chinese, uh, that's oh. the Asian businessman yeah. who is a tourist who gets shot. Yes. Um, see if he can come as well, she adds, before anyone can dissuade her. Although, Arthur thinks it's actually quite a good idea. There was a rather heinous amount of fold-up Chinese takeout boxes full of congealing sweet and sour chicken lying around the warehouse. As it turns out, Sato had a business dinner to attend, and Dom and Yusuf, he's the guy who comes with the sedative, Mm. beg off to complete some fascinating new experiment. Ariane. Ari. 
Ariadne. Ariadne promises to bring them back leftovers. I made a reservation at Mateo, Eames says. Medio? Medio. Mateo is a Spanish name, and so my brain was like, brick in the face. I made reservations at Medeo, Ames says as the three of them pile into his Bentley. Oh, lovely. All right. Ariandna. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, lovely, Elliot Page says. Very well. (laughs) She cuts off and gives Arthur a nervous look before clearing her throat and finishing. Very robust pasta there. Arthur refrains from giving her the strange look at that that deserves. I'm craving, pa- I'm rather craving pasta myself, Eames says cheerfully, smoothing over the moment. They're seated at a table for three with fine linen napkins and a flickering candle for a centerpiece. Arthur pulls out Arianda's chair for her and then rolls his eyes with Eam- when Eames does the same thing for him. <laughs> they settle in to look up. <laughs> I take it for you, now you do it for me. Now, yeah, now we... <laughs> Down the train. Down the train. Choo-choo. <laughs> Choo-choo. <laughs> a nice new little friendship train. <laughs> They settle in to look over the menus and Eames orders a bottle of wine. A few minutes later, Arianda excuses herself to the bathroom. She comes back looking pale and wan. Are you all right? Arthur asks, concerned. Actually, I'm feeling a little ill, she replies, collecting her purse and jacket from the chair back. I don't think I'll be able to make it through dinner. I'm so sorry. Oh, no. You two enjoy. Cozy dinner for two. Arthur considers suggesting that they leave and get Chinese food as usual. But then the wine arrives and Eames orders a calamari appetite. I feel like ordering calamari <clears throat> after one of your friends just left with, like, food poisoning <laughs> is risky. But, you know, I love calamari. It's oddly nice sipping wine and talking to Eames when he's not making sexually harassing remarks, Arthur finds. Eames has a great many interesting stories. When the waiter returns, Eames orders for the both of them. And Arthur is too happily buzzed on the wine to make a comment though he wonders how Eames knew exactly what he wanted. It's late in the evening, a time for lovers, and the restaurant dims the overhead so the main source of light is the candles on the table. The soft light of the flame smooths away all of Eames' sharp angles, reflecting warmth in his eyes. Arthur protests, but Eames gets the check and they leave the restaurant (laughs) compassionately. Compassionably. No, companionably. Out in the cool night air, Arthur Arthur takes a deep breath and smiles at Eames. I had a nice evening. Thank you, he says politely. Eames leans towards him, close enough that Arthur can feel his breath against his ear, and holds position for several seconds. Arthur <laughs> doesn't move, and Eames leans away, seemingly dispirited. He missed the hitch moment. 90-10. You go, 90. You he went towards 10. his ear, though. It's true. That's a weird spot. That's a weird I'd be spot. like, kiss my cheek. Just yeah, tip just like, your face in. Just tip your face Can you imagine, mouth? though? That would be weird, actually. A little weird. Arthur looks at him curiously, and Eames recovers his smile. We should do it again sometime, he says. When Arthur arrives at the warehouse the next day, Arianda and Eames... Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Josie is going to murder me. Ariadne. <laughs> Ariadne. No. There's <laughs> an end. <laughs> what was that other word in another episode I couldn't pronounce? And it's I so many. Was it uh, <laughs> Sahara Chara or whatever his name Oh, yes. <laughs> Zendayu Chara. Zendayu Chara. Uh-huh. And I was like, Zendaya. Zendaya Chara. Uh, Danish. Zendanar. <laughs> Well, I can't say words. <laughs> you know, it's okay. Someday, I'm. I hopefully never have a stroke because no one would recognize <laughs> that I was having a stroke. They'd be like, "Wow, Claire, uh, you keep does, not being able to say words." And I'd be like, "Typical Tuesday." Yep. Ariane and Eames are having a conversation that involves a great deal of arm waving, and Ariane, oh no, is hitting her forehead with the heel of her hand. Are you feeling better? He asks her when she comes over to speak with him. What? She asks, wrong-footed. Oh, yes, I feel much better. Sato's finally coming around tonight, and we're all going out for drinks, she informs him. 
All right, Arthur says, going back to his files. They head over to the bar around midnight, and Arianda... Elliot Page leads them to a small booth in the back, even though there are larger, more accommodating tables at the front. Eames squishes next to Arthur, their sides pushed flush against one another, and stretches an arm out behind Arthur. Sorry, darling, he says, a bit cramped in here. Elliot Page whispers something in Susato's ear that makes him throw a look in Arthur's direction. You are not serious, he says, and then laughs, and then buys everyone a round of sake. Ariane. Just keep saying Elliot. Elliot, <laughs> Elliot, Elliot gives Arthur a tequila sunrise before he's even down the shot. After that, Yusuf orders him a rum and coke. Don decides he's going to be a designated driver and offers Arthur his scotch, and Eames puts something called a slippery nipple in front of him. Arthur can feel his mind going hazy and languid. It seems rude not to drink what people have offered him. It's only Arthur, Dom, and Eames left in the booth now, but Arthur is still pressed up against Eames' side because his body feels too comfortable to move. You know, Dom says conversationally, I'm not sure I really trust you to take care of Arthur. Arthur feels Eames' shoulder go tense beneath his cheek. I'll take bloody good care of him, Cobb. Eames refutes, angry. Arthur tries to burrow his face further into Eames' mm-hmm. shoulder because he hates it when people are fighting, and Eames puts a soothing hand on his neck. Ooh. I'm willing to let you give it a try if he is, Dom says cryptically, like this is about more than Eames seeing Arthur back in his hotel. I want you to be aware that if he gets hit, if he gets hurt, there will be consequences. Consequences sounds very weighty, and out of the corner of his eye, Arthur thinks he sees Dom make a hand motion like a shooting gun, pointer and thumb. Arthur lifts his head to squint blearily at him, but Dom just gives him a fond look and his head is very heavy, so Arthur lets it fall to rest back on Eames' shoulder. Eames strokes a hand through Arthur's hair. I've got him, he tells Dom. Eames guides Arthur back to his hotel room and helps him out of his suit. The way Eames carefully folds his slack over the back of a chair and hangs his jacket into the closet makes Arthur's heart beat too fast. Also, that suddenly made me think of Catcher in the Rye. Because he comments so much about the strip, about the hooker, like, hanging up her nice dress. And that's when he's like, wow. Hookers are people. Yes. (laughs) And I was like, what is wrong with you? Wow, what a revelation. (laughs) Wow. You really are growing a a brain right there, aren't you? (laughs) Look at you growing a whole brain. (laughs) The child has become sentient. Wow. (laughs) Catch her in the rye. Eames brings him an Advil and makes him drink two glasses of water before he tucks the coverlet over Arthur's shoulders. Sometimes I really do like you very much, Arthur tells him sweetly, because it seems important. Eames brushes a thumb over Arthur's cheekbone. I like you very much all the time, he says quietly, just before Arthur falls asleep. Who's supposed to be pining for who in this? They're just in love. (laughs) I don't understand. One of the other tags is wooing, and I would argue this is more wooing. Yeah, this is pretty wooey. This is very (laughs) wooey. Sorry, this should be called a woo-apple screwdriver. (laughs) Wapple. (laughs) Wapple. Pine wapple. Screw wooing. (laughs) Screw wooing. You know, not every episode can be the best episode. Oh, oh Lordy. <laughs> What's going to be the worst is that Josie's going to put it all on the cutting room floor and she's going to be like, there was only five minutes of content. <laughs> Usable content in this. I'll be like, you know, sometimes uh, it's going to happen. No. There was only... There, there was... There was only two ounces of alcohol in it. As we know, just us being in the room together gets us drunk. That's why we can't have all three of us in a room, because then we just start screaming. Then it's just drunk yelling. <laughs> um, Regardless of how much alcohol our, personal- is actually- our personalities are 150 proof. <laughs> What's going on a t-shirt? <laughs> uh. 
funny. (laughs) When Eames comes in the next morning, late, Arthur can't even find it in himself to be annoyed. He just remembers the night before, the way Eames slung an arm around his shoulder to keep him steady on his feet and helped him to bed, and finds himself giving the man a wide, genuine smile in place of a scowl. So when Eames grabs the lapels of Arthur's suit and uses them to slam him against the wall, oh my god, Arthur is a little confused. (laughs) (laughs) Hungover also. Same. Eames, he said slowly, are you okay? Eames' eyes burn white hot. Arthur darts a look around the warehouse for help, but Ariana, Ariane, Ariana <laughs> Elliot is covering an. Really just call her Adirondack. <laughs> Ariane Page is covering an inexplicable smile, and Yusuf is, isn't even bothering to hide his amusement un- about the situation. Arthur turns his eyes to Dom, who can always be relied upon for overprotective big brother instincts, but Dom just gives him a look that says, "You brought this on yourself," and goes back to reading blueprints. Arthur bends his neck to, back hmm. to Eames. He gets as far as before Eames cups his large hands behind Arthur's heads and pushes their mouths together. It starts out punishing and gentles until Arthur starts to kiss back. What? Starts out a very tough kiss. Ah, with then, rage. A rage and then, kiss. And then softens each moment until Arthur is kissing him back. Is Eames at all like this in the movie? Like, does he say darling, like, no. for fun? Okay, no, I don't like, so. The idea of, like, rough, gruff Tom Hardy saying darling is, like, kind of funny to be, like, he can get away with that yeah, because yeah. he's so gruff and tough that, like, <laughs> it's not flirting, like, mm, darling, like, funny. Yep, yep, yep. So I was like, maybe I'm just, like, forgetting his, inti- no. I've incepted him out of my brain. <laughs> and I don't remember him Outception, outception. <laughs> oh, Arthur says, raising his hand to touch his lips. Really? Yes, darling. Really, Eames says with an affectionate exasperation. That's why I gave you roses and took you out for a romantic dinner and heroically refrained refrained from molesting you last night when you were lying half on top of me, all rumpled and Arthur surges forward, wrapping his arms around the back of Eames' neck and pulling his mouth back to Arthur's. Yusuf's wolf whistles and Ariane and Elliot Page's claps (laughs) enthusiastically. I think. Wait, why are they here? I forgot where we were. I thought we were in the hotel room. In the warehouse. We're in the warehouse. I, we've moved locations too Inception, many times. It's, it's so hard to follow. I thought we were still in his like weird hotel room or whatever. At one point we were out. in a dream and now we're not in the dream. Yes. The Rose Garden was a gay bar. Or are we in a dream, Claire? What? <laughs> no, we're in the Matrix. Oh, yes. We're in the Ugh. Matrix. And I've just refused to take the red pill because I'm like, leave me the fuck alone. I like this Collagram. <laughs> you know, if they tried to matrix me now, I'd be like, is this Inception? They'd be like, no, this is the opposite of Inception. If they were to try to matrix me right now and be like, this whole thing has been a dream. I'm like, yeah, I can tell because it's been glitching for the entire year. <laughs> <laughs> can you fix it or do I have to leave? Can- I Do we need to restart? Is it even restart? worse out there? Because like, I guess I'll stay then, it's re- but it yeah. sucks here. Are you going to yeah. fix it? There's a leak. <laughs> I think we've run out of um, memory or, or like our graphics card is going bad because need I need an update. I, I don't know. It's that I really haven't been able to see the places I want to see. I'm really stuck in one location. I'm glitching. I, there are no. It seems like they ran out of data and had to keep yeah. everyone in one location. There's no. What is that? By What's that called? Where it's like the side characters. There's none of those NPC. people. Yeah, there's, there's no, no NPC. They there's ran no, out of NPCs. There's so no NPCs. Everyone stay in rooms. There's no NPCs. I don't know what to do um the quests have stopped coming in um was i did i miss all the quests are do a thing on your computer (laughs) yes um the quest is like go to the grocery store come back don't touch anything i is that is that it is that it (sighs) anyway they're back to kissing they're kissing Kissing. 
I think we, Arthur says, between kisses, should go somewhere. I concur, Eames says, dragging Arthur out the door. They're strapped into Eames Bentley and pulling out into the freeway before Arthur asks, So where are we going? Darling, Eames says, strained, I would like nothing more to fuck you in the back seat, considering what's the closest available horizontal service, but we should do this right. Your hotel room? Arthur slides a hand up Eames' thigh. I'm actually okay with car sex, he admits. <laughs> the tires squeal as Eames pulls over and pushes Arthur into the back seat. Dom reaches down into a cooler beside his feet and cracks open a beer, handing it to Arthur. Congratulations, he says yeah. dryly. You know, I don't like this. That's a baller move. <laughs> to be like, you're done with sex. And he's like, congrats, you finally had sex with me. Are you so happy? I can tell you bought to do for a while. <laughs> yeah. Congratulations, he says dryly. Arthur accepts the bottle, blushing, and tries to straighten his tie so it looks less like he got fucked in the backseat of a Bentley. Elliot Page laughs and comes over to kiss both Arthur and Eames on the cheek. Finally, what? she Wait, what? Why is there in a dream? Why is Elliot Page here? Didn't they just drive away? And now they're back. What? They, just, they pulled a Yui. <laughs> they, they fucked in the car and came back. They drove away to have sex in the car. <laughs> they came back. Men are idiots. Okay, keep going. <laughs> That's like fucking your coworker in the closet. Yeah, and just, just go to the closet if you're that. I guess maybe the plan was to like do it right. That's really stupid. Then they did it, and then you just come back to work. I would wait until tomorrow. Yeah, it's a little obvious when you drive away together and then immediately come back. So you guys just fucked. You didn't get a hotel room even, you idiots. They're like, no, we did it in a car. (sighs) I know. Eames moans in agreement, sliding his arm around Arthur's waist. Solid. Rather oblivious, this one. Oh my god, Arthur says, suddenly putting pieces together. He remembers the rose garden. How Elliot Page abruptly took ill at Medeo. The way she got drunk in two shots and needed Yusuf to drive her home. Were you helping him with all his ridiculous farces? He asks incredulously. Well, yeah, Elliot Page admits without shame. It was really kind of it was really kind of sad watching him pine after you all the time, while you were just about business as usual. Arthur turns to Dom. And you, when you were talking about taking care of me, and consequences like last night, were you warning him off me? I wasn't warning him off you, Dom replies placidly. I was just warning him that if he fucked you around and broke your heart, the next time we went to the third level, I'd shoot him between the eyes. Eames winces. Don't worry. I got that loud and clear. Even if Arthur didn't. Arthur covers his eyes in horror, but Eames chuckles and slides a warm palm down the small of Arthur's back, and he maneuvers Arthur into his arms so that Arthur can rest his chin on Eames' shoulder, and Eames can brush a kiss to his temple. Arthur supposes it's worth it. The end! What year was this written? 2010? Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. I was going to say, this has the feeling of someone who saw the movie recently. I I would be curious if there's any, like, current and stuff. I didn't see a ton, but, uh, you know, it was... It was... Because I am mostly surprised. Like, maybe this is just, like, the quickest thing they thought of, but it would be even funnier to, like, have, like, a hijinks of, like, Eames needs to know... If Arthur likes him before he makes a move. So he recruits Adnirondack and Dominic Calcorn. <laughs> Calcorn to incept. And your self-insert. Yeah, and self-insert to incept uh, into uh, Arthur's brain to be like, am I here anywhere? If I show up, what does he do? And then suddenly they're kissing in the dream and he's all flustered. And then he has like the memory of that. And then oh. I go to the real world and he has to play it cool. Like this could be so fun. That... <laughs> Oh my god, that would... Wouldn't that be cute? That would be so cute. That was... I I read a couple... I, like, started a couple and, like, didn't see that anywhere. But that is legit. Like, also, what, a interest, <laughs> what an interesting... I'd be like, 
it's such a weird moral question to be like, hey, is it okay if we incept into this person's mind not to steal secrets? I just want to know if they like me. Or like, what if there's like the moral area of like, ooh, do I incept the idea that they like me into <gasps> their brain? <gasps> the temptation! Or, yeah, the temptation overcomes you. Oh, okay, um, so someone write this pick. <laughs> okay, so our- But then like- Anirondact is like, no, Tom Hardy, you can't. That is immoral. And then you'll never know if he really loves you or if it was all a love potion the whole time, Harry Potter. Like, <laughs> Okay. We're rewriting Inception and it's that. She makes the whole movie. When we rewrite Inception, oh, it's one trippy as fuck and also you're tempted <laughs> to be like, I'm going to make them fall in love with me. <laughs> it's like a really good reboot of Weird Science. <laughs> No, it's not anything, but it's, it's got to have some like genius factor. Of, oh like, my god, this kid genius is in high school or whatever. Or I guess this could be adults. This feels real high school romancy though. Just like the idea of like a nerd being like, I'm too shy to even ask them out or like to ask them if they like me. Oh. So I have to at least have the confidence to know that they like me a little bit. So yeah, 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 their yeah. brain. Yep, yep, yep. While they're taking a nap in science class, no, or like whatever. Oh man. <laughs> uh, okay, that was still fun though. Right, <laughs> I will say. <laughs> And, like, a gruff man just, like, saying darling to, like, a darling and being, like, just right over the head. Right. <laughs> but anyway, what were you going to give me for the But it's that the, uh, it's that... It's not about trains. It's not about trains. <laughs> it's that I was, like, thinking it's, um, will be after Valentine's Day. No, next week is before Valentine's. Yes. I'm pretty sure it's the yeah. week before Valentine's Day. You know what? It's Post Valentine's. Now. It's Valentine's month. And what that made me think of, the whole, like, fate not against your will nonsense made me be like oh you know what's a really popular tag soulmate marks because again it like removes that like oh, okay. that premise of like free will because if you mm. have identical soulmate marks that means you have to be together, together. But, but like now that i'm like three layers deep into my brain <laughs> it's that i've never really considered about like the ethics of soulmate marks it's that i've always just been like yeah that's fun it's so fun you don't have to think about who the love of your life is you just it's just find them it's very definitive you just find that it's it's a very engineer thing to want you're yes. like i don't have to i may hate you right now but i know you're my soulmate because we both have an x on our shoulder okay so for not valentine's day i will bring you a soulmate mark Tag. Okay, well, with that, uh, join us next week for Soulmate Marks. Uh, you can find us at many of the social medias on Twitter at FindPairingsPod and on Tumblr, Instagram, TikTok at FindPairingsPodcast. And if you would like to email us, you can email us at FindPairingsPodcast at gmail.com. If there's other fics that you just love and would like us to read, um, or just know about, or just know about, <laughs> you have a fun story. You have a fun story. <laughs> um, you can also email us there. Uh, make sure if you send us a really long one, is that as you can tell, my brain is broken and I cannot read a hundred thousand words. I can read under five thousand. <laughs> so if there is a preferred chapter that I should read, that helps. That helps because uh, we are coming up on our season finales. We will do a couple of fic requests and also our five star. Uh, we write the fic for you, fan fictions. Yep. So we can definitely get more of those. So if you want to write us a five star review on Apple Podcasts, even if you don't typically listen on Apple Podcasts, you can pop over there, give us a five star review, and write down in that review what you would like us to write for you within that five hundred word fan fiction, and we will read it on our final episode of the season. And I think that's everything. <laughs> oh, and we have a Patreon. <laughs> oh, yes. For $5 a month, you can get two bonus episodes where we read uh, fics that are a little too X-rated to read on the 
uh, regular feed. feed. <laughs> um, so yeah, head over to patreon.com forward slash fine pairings. What a podcast. fun, sexy, stupid Valentine's Day gift for your friend right? <laughs> or your lover. All right, don't get incepted. <laughs> yeah, stay away from Leonardo DiCaprio. Watch out. Just bad news in most movies. <laughs> uh, make sure you watch out for people with names that clearly indicate what their role is in your life. <laughs> you come across a person named Bad Guy. It's Christopher Nolan trying to tell you that's a bad person. I'm Batman. Oh, baby. Right, goodbye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>